you had, you set your date and then it was like, I'm consuming, consuming, consuming everything. And you, and as long as you have that date, like that's good because then it's like, okay, I have to do this by then. And I'm also going through that right now, like with my maternity leave and pregnancy, I'm like, okay, like I have until X date to get this website up and running my new website up and running. And so like, I got to do it. And like, I just have to do the work. And sometimes you really just have to do the work, put yourself out there, record the podcast, sit down and talk. Like it's never going to be perfect. And it's certainly not going to be perfect the first time you do it. So you just have to do it and like allow yourself to get better in due time. Hey, it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches, figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, how to get your work noticed, and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you as well as a few of my own and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Yes, I need your trouble. Like I need a friend. Won't you come and sit in my windowsill? everybody. I am so glad you're here hanging out with me in the windowsill today. I love who I get to talk to today because out from behind the secret curtain comes Katie Anderson, my fantastic and amazing editor for windowsill chats. Katie has been who I've been working with since day minus zero. I found Katie before I started windowsill chats, just before, and she has edited and been a part of every single conversation I have had. So she is definitely as close to it, if not more so as I am, and we wouldn't be here without her. Katie is the founder of Home Away Studio. It's a creative studio that's dedicated to supporting business leaders, content creators, and impact-driven entrepreneurs through branding, web design, and podcast production. She was formerly known as Katie JVA, and her business stemmed from the desire to have her own outlet while being able to support her hockey playing partner in his career overseas. Through persistent curiosity and a never-ending desire to learn new skills, Katie has enabled coaches and creatives to focus on growing and improving their own services by outsourcing time-consuming digital marketing and editing and all the tasks that are daunting and so important. Born and raised in Anchorage, Alaska, before moving to Arizona for college in 2011, Katie now considers herself a part-time expat, splitting her time between the U.S. and Europe. 
outside of the U.S. She has lived in Norway, Finland, Austria, and Slovakia, but her true home is wherever the Wi-Fi is, which makes a whole lot of sense because of what she does. When she's not busy supporting businesses behind the scenes, you can find Katie getting into nature, cooking, enjoying a great glass of wine, or expanding her passport stamp collection, which I love. And I think Katie's a great example of someone that has found a way to make it work and not just make it work, found a way to do something that she's really passionate about. I think she's probably surprised herself with what she's doing, which you'll hear more of. Her path to this has been really interesting and not what you would expect necessarily. But it also makes for just the perfect combination of skills to be entrepreneurial and and figure it out and help so many others do the same. So I'm thrilled to have Katie on for the first time. I know she'll be back. And with no further ado, here we go. I am so glad you're here, Katie. This is super fun. Thank you. I'm very, very excited to be here. I'm, this is obviously a little bit unique for me. I'm not used to being on this side of the uh, screen, but I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I don't know why we didn't think of this sooner. It's like, hey, wait. I know. A hundred plus episodes in. Here we are. <laughs> I know. And it's as interesting for the guests that I've had as the listeners be like, who is this Katie person you speak of? This magical, right. this magical <laughs> person. <laughs> I just, I for a hundred percent, this podcast would not exist if it weren't for you. It would just not, it would just not happen. I never thought I would find somebody who could, I could just give it to you. I could give this conversation to and feel completely confident about what was going to come out the other side. And interesting, I don't know if many people would imagine this, but I almost never listen to my episodes. You listen to them. I only record them and have that conversation and just then feel like, well, it's out there in the world. Katie's going to do wonderful things and I won't have to worry about it. So much appreciated. Yeah. I think um, when you're in the creative realm or what have you, like if you're, if you're running your own business in whatever facet, like it's, you always come to a point where you need help at some point and you can offer that in several different ways. And I think there's definitely podcast editors and producers and people out there that maybe don't go through the steps that I take, but I personally like to listen uh, because of how I want, I want you to be as successful as possible. And I want your podcast to sound, uh, you know, the best that it can. Um, I really prefer to do that full detailed edit, which may be more time consuming, but yeah, if you want to go back and listen to it, that's great. But I would, my service is that like, you don't have to go and do that if you don't want to. I lucked out, you know, in planning this, well, first of all, I'd thought about it for a good four to five years before I decided to go forward. And it was my friend, Chelsea, who's been on here that kind of gave me a date. She's like, okay, when are you, when are you starting this by? And so I did that thing where I learned, I tried to consume everything I could about what, how do you record? What do you, what are the templates you need? All the things, all the things. And I remember sitting here thinking, okay, I'm so into this, but how on earth am I going to get this done every week? I'm going to last about six weeks, you know, because I'm going to be editing. And I, and she said, you know, there's such a thing as a podcast manager. It's like, what? <laughs> Just like you said, there's a time in your business where you, you might realize, okay, 
consider it like taxes. You know, there's professionals that know a lot more about those things. And you're an example of, and, and many other people in business are, you don't have to do it all yourself. And as a matter of fact, you'll do it a lot better if you're not trying to do it all yourself. And in this, in your case, I, <laughs> I remember saying to her, podcast manager, how do I find one of those? And she said, <laughs> she literally said, and I, I'm sure I laughed go to Instagram and put in hashtag podcast manager. I was like, seriously? And that's what I did. I put in hashtag podcast manager and several people jumped up. It, it probably would look a lot different now because that was over two years ago. I was going to say, I remember that. And I remember thinking, I remember seeing your intake form and it said Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh, hashtags work. <laughs> yeah. Now I definitely don't know if that's the case. But nonetheless, at that time, I was like, so cool. <laughs> it was, I, I was feeling the same thing because I was not a user of hashtags. And I still, anyway, that, that was a lesson for me that it really works. And, and, and there were two, I talked to two people. I talked to another gal who was in England and she was lovely. And then I talked to you and I, I just was like, okay, this person has it going on. And you were kind of not starting, you had done it, but you were in earlier stages of your business as well. Yes. Which was a great combo. Into the, the podcast scheme of things. Yeah. yeah. But you, and as we'll get into your brain, you work on the other side of your brain than I do, which is exactly what I needed because I'm all over the place. And you, I love how organized and precise and confident. And even if you're not always, you come across that way. And that's exactly what I needed. Well, thank you. I think we've made quite a great team over the last. I yeah. do too. I And you know, it's interesting. Like I was saying at the very beginning that we haven't thought about this earlier because we have a lot of information that people might benefit from. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to know from your audience, like what kind of questions they have about podcasts and this side of a, of a creative business um, mm -hmm. amongst some other things that I'm sure we'll talk about too. Yeah, so. absolutely. So I'd love to know a little bit about how you got here, your path, your trajectory, kind of how did you end up doing what you're doing now? Yeah. So I, I was always very encouraged, like you must do well in math and science. And I did do very well in those things. But I do feel like my creativity was kind of stifled in a sense. I mean, just based, I mean, it was like, you know, what was important to my parents versus me. But also, I remember like art classes and things like that. Anyways, I decided to go to college originally for uh, civil engineering. Wow. And then I was transferring schools and I switched from civil engineering into industrial engineering. And I ended up getting a degree in engineering management and supply chain management. Oh, wow. Cool. And then I went and worked um, in manufacturing for about three years. And I hated all three of those years. I knew like from the very beginning that like I, I went and did like a tour of this facility. And I was like, I'm going to hate it here, but I don't have any other option. Right. This so, is what I've, this is what I've been goaling for this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of product? What were you? Uh, chips. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. yeah that a sounds very so large chip company. <laughs> <laughs> but so important. I mean, there's, I mean, so important in supply chain management. You know, I have an, an another dear friend that's the path she took, but she ended up doing a different kind of product, more gift and home product. But to understand and know that is, is 
kind of, I mean, it's a lot, but it's so necessary. Yeah. And looking back on it, like I have zero regrets. I learned Mm -hmm. so much about business, about myself, about product creation, manufacturing, like all of that, that I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. But yeah, I did that. And I was just like, by the end of the three years, I was like, I gotta go, I need to go and do something different. Like, at that point, I had also started um, teaching uh, indoor cycling on the side for fun. And I really enjoyed that. And I needed to leave the state of Arizona, I needed to go and do something different. So I had a plan to move to Seattle and my best friend owned a cycle studio there. So I was going to go and I didn't have a job lined up. I didn't have apartment lined up. I had nothing really lined up. I was just going to go. And, um, in between that time, I reconnected with my partner, William, we're from the same hometown and we reconnected and he had been playing professional hockey overseas for three years at that point. And he asked if I wanted to go with him and I figured, why not? Like, I, sounds fun. I have not, I'm not giving up a job. I'm not really sacrificing anything for me. So yeah, I mean, worst case, like it doesn't work out and I can go back home and I can still move to Seattle and I can still do whatever I want. So I ended up moving with him to Norway and that was like 2017. So it was really nice because I had been burnt out from my prior job. Um, so I was like kind of taking a break, but I knew that I needed something eventually to, to focus on. So I started looking for jobs online and that mm. was pre COVID. Like everything right. that was online and remote was, I was either super overqualified or super underqualified and I could not find anything. So I spent that entire season like searching for a job that just didn't exist until I came across virtual assistant work on Pinterest. And I was like, okay, I think this is going to be my thing. So I, you know, took a very inexpensive course that I found how to get your feet off the ground. And that's what I did. I got my feet off the ground. It, I was able to offer some like admin type of skills. I, you know, since posted on my Facebook page, this is what I'm doing. I got some hits and just kind of like bootstrapped it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then from there, just through Facebook, like everything that you, you know, you typically see like through Facebook groups and emails and reaching out to people and telling people what I do, I got some more and more clients. And then I had a client um, that had a podcast and she was kind of like, oh, do you want to edit, try and edit my podcast? She had an editor that failed her essentially. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, So basically from there, like I just really self-taught my way through finding success in my own business. Yeah. I love that. And it is, I would think it's, it's fairly creative what you're doing because you're creatively li- listening, right? And that that's one thing I think is amazing about you is you listen to the whole thing. And that that's something as, as a content creator, I was super concerned about how to find somebody that's not just listening for the ums and ahs, but right. listening to the nuances of the conversation. And and I know you've done several different podcasts, so it must be really interesting to listen to something that's maybe not necessarily what you might tune into if you were choosing to, but but you're 
dissecting it, if you will. And that to me seems really like a creative and also technical engineering kind of, how am I going to, is this making sense? Where am I going to put this? That kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. And like one thing that we do kind of together is like the whole question creation. So there's like research in it. And then I do like, I'm obsessed with podcasts. I go on walks every day. I listen to all kinds of different podcasts and I can learn so much from those podcasts that maybe like are a completely different niche than say yours, for example, but I can pull like different segment types and, um, how they ask questions, how they're conversing with people. So yeah, there's definitely a creative side to it that, and, um, I do some web design and branding now as well. So that has been fun too. It's all a very unique creative process for sure with that, um, analytical side and technical side too. I was just going to say the analytical probably comes in really handy. And I think, you know, I'm definitely a creative brain, but the anal and I love a a good mix. Somebody, Mm -hmm. I always really admire somebody who you can tell really has a good mix. And I think you do. And I, and I think we all had the boss once that said, well, I knew you were creative, but I didn't realize you had like the business sense. I was like, dude, like, how do you think I got here? If I didn't have business sense, you know, you have to understand those things, but at some point you also need to know it's a great skill to know who can help me in this area, you know? And I just want to say like, whether you're more creative or you're more business thinking, the skills can be learned for either side And, and help is always great. But like, for me, growing my creative side is something that I have been really, it it takes practice. Mm -hmm. And so that and like building my confidence in that over the last few years, like that's been something that I've been really focused on. But it's like, yeah, same thing. If you are more of a creative, like that doesn't mean that you can't be business brained or that you can't have a sense of business. Like, no, these skills or whatever you want to call them, like you can learn them no matter what. I agree. And and to me, learning them is fun. I think it's fascinating. I agree. I agree. I, well, you and I have that in common where yeah. we just like to learn everything. And that is, that's one thing about listening to podcasts is like, there's always somebody promoting a course yeah. or, a, <laughs> or a coaching program or something. And you want to dive into every single one. And that's where I struggle. I'm like, well, what do I, what do, I do? There's so many <laughs> options. I just want to learn, learn, learn. It's true. And you know, that's something true too, that's come through this podcast is when I started, I never, I mean, so many more people are offering things now. And I think this is a pre, you know, mid and post pandemic kind of thing. But in the beginning, like you said, when you were looking for a job, there was not a lot online. And now there's jobs, there's courses, there's almost everything. And many of the people that I have on are offering something or they just did a book. And, and so it's not, I don't choose guests because of what they're selling or promoting, but often it just falls into place that they're on their own journey of, Mm -hmm. of sharing their own information. And I, I think that's so cool. And, and I hope that that, it just hurt hearing that also encourages people to be like, Hey, maybe I could have a podcast. Maybe I could do a book. Maybe I could, Hey, I've been thinking about a deck. What could it be? Or how, and I did, I asked somebody yesterday, 
it was Sarah Gold and I asked her if she um, would ever teach, had ever thought about teaching. And she said, yes, I've thought about it and no. So I think if anything, it creates the question in our minds, like, yes, continuing, what do I want to learn next? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of podcasts, do you have a podcast? No, but I, and it has crossed my mind before, but I, I have this thing about adding to the noise. And I think if you have something to say, and it's something that you're passionate about, and it's something that you really want to give a try at, then I say 100% go for it, do it. And if, if like you love the idea of having your own podcast, then don't let anyone stop you. Right. But for me, I don't have a deep desire to, at least at this point in time. And I think I see a lot of people online, like right now, at least in, you know, the people that I follow and stuff, it's like, oh, start a podcast. Um, you know, podcasting is the new blogs, have your podcast marketing platform and your email list and your blog. And yes, that is all great and dandy, but you can't just do it as like a box to check off. And like podcasting, I think people don't realize is a lot of work, even just like, again, back to the whole, why I do a detailed edit. Why -hmm. should you as a host, if you're, if you're paying me to edit your podcast, why should you have to have an hour and a half long conversation with a guest and then have to go and re-listen to that? Yeah, that was something that was daunting to me. And I was certainly willing to do that because you know, that's why I started, but I, I quickly realized that, I mean, what can any of you guys listening think of one thing that you do consistently every week besides sleeping and eating that you're sharing with others consistently every week that takes several hours. And, and that, I mean, when, when you're starting, you're like, Oh, I could do that. And then when you're six weeks in or 12 weeks in, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't talk to anybody this week. And I, <laughs> there, was, there was only, well, there's been a couple where I'm like, oh my God, that person I just recorded wants it, you know, three months from now or whatever. And, yeah. But that is something that I personally am really proud of the consistency of this. And of, of course it's because of you as well, but I I love it so much. I love these conversations. And your success, like it, it is very clear. Like you're, you have a solid audience, like you have listeners and you didn't start it as this, like, Oh, well, I want to do it to market my course or my whatever, you know, like, and I just see so much of that these days. And, Mm -hmm. and that just does add to the noise. And so I just think, and there is something for everyone. There's a podcast for everyone and you don't have to like everything. Um, but for me personally, that is why I do not have a podcast. And Mm -hmm. that is just something that I encourage people to think about before they start a podcast is why am I like, what is the why behind it? What is the why? That's a really great point. I think for me, I just wanted a way to, I love, I'm a connector. I love connecting. And I felt like I have information. I have great friends with a lot of information or interesting experience. Why don't we share some of those stories? And I've been doing this in this business so long that I have a lot of very cool connections. And so that's, that's what it's about. And the other thing too, though, is, is if you're thinking about it and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I wanted a podcast, but I don't know if I could commit. I, 
honestly, there's several podcasts that I love that are short, that are maybe 10 episodes and that's planned from the beginning. Or maybe you think you're going to do more and you just have 10. That's that's okay too. I feel like if it's something you want to try, try it. And I, and I feel that way. The creative process or the business process is about that, right? It, if you think about it and you're, say you're, I don't know, you're making something or you're drawing and you, you're holding on to that and you're not sharing it and you're just building the work or you're building the idea of the work, no one's ever going to see it. Guess what? No one's ever going to know yeah. unless you share it. Yeah. Yeah. You have like there. And like you were talking earlier about you were consuming all of this content, like, okay, I'm just going to, you have, you set your date. And then it was like, I'm consuming, consuming, consuming everything. And you, and as long as you have that date, like that's good because then it's like, okay, I have to do this by then. And I'm also going through that right now, like with my maternity leave and pregnancy, I'm like, okay, like I have until X date to get this website up and running my new website up and running. And so like, I got to do it. And like, I just have to do the work. And sometimes you really just have to do the work put yourself out there, record the podcast, sit down and talk. Like it's never going to be perfect. And it's certainly not going to be perfect the first time you do it. So you just have to do it and like allow yourself to get better in due time. Well, and you're the perfect person to talk to because you had, you had a career that was specific and dialed in and you had to learn a lot to do that. And then you looked and looked and looked, what can I do? And you found a way to have a business that was online based and virtual assistant. But then, you know, yours has morphed. Talk a mm-hmm. little bit about kind of building that new business and yeah. what that looked like and and what, you know, sort of advice from that place. Yeah. So that has actually, well, okay. There's a few things that I want to touch on here. One is the book uh, Dare to Lead by Brene, Brene Brown and what I learned about myself through reading that book and my values. But it was a huge challenge at first because I would say even just like one or two years ago, I had this vision of like, I'm going to be a podcast m- manager. That's going to be my thing. And I, I'm i going to have, if I want to grow into a six-figure business or whatever, um, if I just get my systems in place and then I can hire some people and it's all going to be crystal clear, cut and dry, and it's going to be so easy. And once if I can just do that, then I'll be coasting and my business is just going to thrive and I'm going to have to do, you know, it'll just be like, so cookie cutter and I'll come in and I'll, you know, work my 20 hours a week and I'll be done or whatever. (laughs) And then I would always feel like so frustrated and down on myself that Mm. like I wasn't making that happen. And then I realized, well, one, that's not really what I wanted. Like Mm. that wasn't the six figure business. Yeah. Money is awesome. Six figures sounds great. But again, like it kind of goes back to your why. And like, I realized I don't want to just be doing this one thing. I don't want to I don't have a desire right now to like manage other people. In fact, that was one thing that I hated at my last job. Mm-hmm. I like you, like I love communicating and collaborating and that kind of thing. But I was like, I'm not in a position where I want to be hiring people and like have that level of responsibility or that kind of responsibility. And then like, I just realized like in this online business space, everything is constantly evolving. And yes. there's a 
stat somewhere. I wish I could remember it that I heard on a podcast about the average life cycle of a skill set, essentially, and how like, it's constantly changed. Like, you know, you used to go my parents, like my grandparents, they got a job and they had that job until they retired. Yep. And that is just not a thing anymore. Like we're con and the platforms are changing the platforms that this, the skill set that we have is changing. So I finally came to peace and a place where I was like, I'm going to continue to evolve. Everything is going to evolve around me. And it's never going to be like this whole set it and forget it business. It's just not a thing. Right. But you have to come to that conclusion and it's not necessarily we're taught otherwise. And generationally, like you said, we're shown otherwise. And you have to get to that point where, okay, it's not like that anymore. And how, how do I fit in? Exactly. So, um, yeah, I just kind of let go of this whole like end game idea. And I realized like, I still do like the web design thing just because I haven't done as much of it or like, I haven't felt as good at it because I don't have as much practice. Like if I want to do it, then I just need to go and practice it. And well, and and again, put myself out there. Exactly. And I have to interject. I didn't even say the fact that you did my website too. Like you were, and you are, you, you didn't just do mine. You've done other people that I know and love and you do such a good job, but you've been able to, and we even did this together where we were, there's an aspect of, of podcasts, which is sponsors. And I, that was one thing for me in the very beginning, like, oh, I should have sponsors as long as it's not a mattress or a, you know, (laughs) food delivery company. But then as you all know, I don't really do that. And it's something that Katie and I dove into and she's like, I need to learn this. I'll figure it out. And, and then we just, it wasn't something that either of us were really, I don't know, wanting to follow up on. Not that it's not a good idea, but it wasn't a strength. So I feel like I've watched you learn and, and make these choices along the way and, um, and, and change your name and things like that. And I, Mm. I love that to me, that's growth. That's learning. That's, that's investing in yourself. Yes. Yes. And I, so I really just kind of got intentional and intuitive with like, and, and I think a lot of this has come with confidence as well, which has been a big focus of mine over the last year or so as well. But really just realizing that this is truly a journey and not a destination as cheesy as that sounds. And that my business is going to keep evolving. Right now, I, I have three offerings, essentially, uh, kind of done for you services. And who knows what that can evolve into in the next get six months pick. or 12 months. Yeah. Right. And it's okay. It will mo- more than likely continue to change and evolve and grow. And, and to, it, it sounds like that fits completely perfectly in alignment with your why, because it's, it's not the six figures, it's the lifestyle, right? And it is yeah. the, what do you want to be doing that interests you still, mm-hmm. but fits into your life. So what are those three offerings? That is podcast production management, web design. So I do custom design and template customization. And then um, recently I've gotten more into offering also the branding with that. So great. Web design stuff. You know, when I first looked you up from that hashtag, you, I don't even think you had a website. I think it was coming soon. It probably was. I love that too. And, yeah. it, you know, and I, there's something, and I, I didn't choose to work with you because you were just starting, but to me, 
that's, that's almost the seed of this whole conversation is my favorite thing to do is to, um, help artists or anybody get further in their life career, whatever, than they knew they could, because that's a, that's a curiosity for me. It's like, how do we get from A to B zigzagging along the way? Because if you're, if you're just doing, like, if you had gone into that company and we're still designing chips and figuring out how to get all the parts and pieces where they needed to be because you were supposed to oh my gosh like the goal my hope for everyone is that they can enjoy their day they can wake up and say i love what i'm doing and i want to learn this and i want to try this truly and it feels like that's you've really owned that and that's such a great example of what's possible i think yeah. And it's not, it's not perfect every day. Like it's not sure. Some days you want to have like the nine to five and some days I realize, Oh, I haven't sat down at my desk and it's already 3 PM and my yeah, to-do yeah. list is growing. And you know, it's not always easy. Like it's not, it's just it not, shut off. it doesn't shut off. It does right. not shut off. But I going back to the Brene Brown book, one of my values that I realized was balance. Mm. And so coming into this kind of like place of flow and just like allowing my days to be what they are, whatever that may be. Some days that is very, very like, you know, much more work heavy and I'm managing a bunch of different tasks. And some days that is really just kind of taking a step back. And if something fun comes up, like I can go and do that. That's what has been important to me. And that, that is my why. Yeah. And that's the, those are the biggest challenges and learning curves and joys and positive outcomes all wrapped into one. Mm -hmm. It is the, well, I'm going to have to figure this out and it is three o'clock, but I still have all this work to do. So I might be sitting here till midnight, you know? Yeah. But you get to choose that. Yes. You know, I talk, it was the strange hotels interview. They were talking about working for someone that's not nice and how often you you have this job and and that pick a thing you know working for somebody that you adore and love or but but having a boss having a boss doesn't always feel very good because they were saying oh I was always afraid that he was gonna yell at me or I did something wrong or whatever and I certainly have had whoo I've had bosses that were very challenging to me and because I think they were white males and they were, uh, <laughs> they, they thought it was their job to be a bossy boss mm-hmm. and to put their agenda, whatever that was first. And I, and I think, um, certainly that's changing, but it still exists. So are you in a place where you're just, it's not fitting for you and could you be could you shift that? And I just love how you've taken a hold of what matters to you and what your why is. I know we keep talking about that, but it really is the main, it's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I always used to get so annoyed by that too. Like the whole, like, know your why, find your why, make six figures. If you find your why (laughs) do X, Y, Z, if you find your why, but like once you really take the time to understand yourself, yeah. whether that be through 
meditation or walking or reading books or journaling, like getting to know yourself better and understanding yourself better. Like it is so true that you will be happier. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you said that. I mean, I don't, I I feel like it's not the right words, but. Well, I love how you said that because I, I just think there's a calmness. There's a, you can put something out into the world because it feels good in your gut. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, if you dial it down to the the simplest things, it's like gut check. Yeah, this is right. So I'm going to do it. And, and usually that, that pays off and it turns into the next thing and it turns into the next thing. Yeah. You know, and I would think traveling, what is that kind of taught you? Cause you've had to, you've really had to think on your feet because for explain kind of where you are, you, you are completely your American part of the year and your European, another party, you know, you run this business. This isn't, we should talk about this because you run this business from two different continents very Mm. successfully. So what is, has traveling and and being an expat kind of done for your business and taught you? It certainly does not come without challenges. Um, but also like brings so much joy and inspiration and, um, and I love that, but I think that, so ba- I basically consider myself a part-time expat. Mm-hmm. Um, I spend about six months, six to eight months of the year in Europe, wherever my boyfriend is playing hockey. And then the other part of the time, um, we are back home between our house in Arizona and visiting family and seeing friends and doing all of that stuff. So kind of a, a true nomad it's all over great, the place. It's a great mix. It really is. I do feel very, very, very lucky. And like, yeah, it's a unique experience and I am so, so grateful for it. But I think, well, for one, if I didn't live in another continent, like I don't think I would have this, this job. I wouldn't be Mm. doing this. I wouldn't Mm. have been encouraged and motivated to interesting. Yeah. To be doing what I'm doing. So I definitely credit my business to that. And then I just think, it, it comes with challenges. Like you have to be willing to ebb and flow. And it's taught me to roll with the punches. You have to be outgoing, even in times where you don't want to be outgoing. Like, you know, anytime I get to a new country, I'm always scared to drive at first, for example. But, um, you know, I kind of have to pep talk myself and then put myself out there and do it. Um, so being outgoing, you know, meeting other people, and then it's really taught me to be self-sufficient. I'll bet. I, it's just such an interesting, I don't know, the because the life that you and William leave is, lead is one of those that you, you don't think about. But somebody that is employed and play for, for William is playing sports somewhere, but there's mm-hmm. many jobs that cause great amount of travel. Like it has a company has an office somewhere else or Mm-hmm. Or you need to travel for for me, certainly I've traveled a ton because of my business. I never lived in a different place, but I've spent months of my life in other countries because of that work. And I've, I always considered that um, a, a really wonderful, like a lucky blessing because I love to travel. But at the same time for you, where you have to, you have to make work for yourself, it it's, it's created this whole thing, which is kind of a crazy cool coincidence and consequence, I should say for that. And, and I, I just think meeting the people just even helps, helps you grow in different ways. 
Yeah. I mean, I've become a part of so many more like niche communities that I I wasn't before the online space, the online Mm -hmm. space is so big. And like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, I think it's a lot bigger now, especially that because of COVID and whatnot, but that is a community that I'm a part of like the hockey community. Um, There's so many other wives and girlfriends that are like, I can, I've been able to connect with because they want support in finding their own success or again, having their own thing as they come over here, or they've started their businesses and they need help with, you know, web design or marketing or other expat communities. Like the internet's a crazy place. Yeah. Well, and I, I think too, that just the opportunity to, to, to make something where there wasn't anything is, is really great. What are a few sage thoughts and advice you might have for somebody that's stuck somewhere and wanting to do something else? Hmm, That's a really good question. I mean, we kind of talked about this, but I would say for one, just start. You don't have to have all of the pieces in place and everything lined up. Just start, just tell somebody, share, share with someone what it is that you're wanting to do. Or, you know, like if you want to become an interior designer, reorganize your bedroom and share it on Instagram or TikTok, or, you know, like it doesn't have to be this grandiose thing, thing, which I used to think it had to be. And I think a lot of people think it has to be like, you got to have all of the puzzle pieces fit together before you can present it and and you just don't so that just get started and you know take one tiny baby step whatever that is and be intentional I love what you said tell someone tell someone for me that is what made all the difference I mean I I might have told someone, but they heard it as, oh, Morgan wants to, to start a podcast. But when I was really intentional with my friend Chelsea and she said, OK, pick a date. I was like, oh, shoot, because then you're you're intentional and I keep my promises. So there was one, you know, I made I made it out loud and I I am amazed with what happens when you put that intention, whatever it is, out into the world, because I feel like, I know I've said this before, but I feel like the universe listens and the doors start to fly open for you. And it's the path becomes just a little bit more clear that yes, you're doing the right thing. We could do a whole other episode on manifestation and I am not the expert, but my experiences with that exactly go on for days. And I, yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you and believe in that wholeheartedly. And on the other side of things, like who to anyone listening right now, if somebody is talking to you about these ideas, like be the Chelsea, yeah. be the person that, that. like, you know, <laughs> that pokes and prods a little bit more and encourages them to go and do that thing that they're talking about and telling you about. I love that. But I was speaking to Chelsea's been on the podcast and um, is amazing and, and, and offers also very helpful and wonderful things for people um, doing their own businesses. And I told her recently that somebody quoted her back to me. She's going (laughs) to love to be the Chelsea. So she's going to be on again soon because I said, I think it's time for you to come back. Yeah. We'll add her details in the show notes too. Oh, good. Yeah. But I think find that person for you. And, and at the point I, at that point I didn't, Chelsea wasn't even somebody I mean, Chelsea had met online uh, at the beginning of COVID and, and we were in some great um, meetings and conversations together. So that person doesn't have to be, you know, your best friend or your sister. Sometimes you are more purposeful 
if it's somebody that you respect and is not going to cut you any slack, you know? Yes. Find that person. Yes. That's really great. And I remember the other thing that I was thinking about before, when you were talking about, you know, the expat part of expat part of your year and how just increasing your circle and finding those relationships, that's something that I feel like the internet certainly has done. There was a day I can remember I had a, a store for a long time and I remember standing in the store and we had, it was an issue of Australian. It was an Australian magazine. It wasn't Vogue, but it was, and it was interior magazine or something. And I would go through there and, and it was something like I could not find out about creatives in Australia. I, there was not really a way. And I remember when blogs started and there was a, a few, there were a few that I would listen to that were based in Australia or read, excuse me. And And I was just fascinated about how to find out more. And now our world is, I, this podcast is listened to in 101, I think it is countries. Some of them might be, you know, not really listening, but 101 countries. And so there's those of you all over the world who have been brought together by the creative space, by courses you've taken, by you know, Facebook groups you might've been in by podcasts you listen to. And I think it doesn't even take moving to another country. It takes being aware of digging into having a, sending somebody a DM. I, the, the most fabulous thing for me about what I do is the relationships I have all over and how much of a leveler that is for all of us. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I just really appreciate everybody who listens and, and it's, I hope this conversation has given you just a little bit of, oh, I could do that thing. I could do it. Me too. And, and honestly you can, because if I can, you can, like, (laughs) I, I am truly no more special, no more unique, no more different than than anyone that's listening. I just, and everybody that you see, like the people that you want to, to be like that you aspire, that is doing something that you're doing. They were once where you were at and just, it was a blip on their radar and something that they wanted. And they took that baby step. Yeah. Remember that they were once exactly where you are and they just did it. I would love to do a whole conversation on manifesting (laughs) because it is a magical thing. I was listening to a podcast. It was these two gals and one believed in manifesting and one didn't. I was like, how could you not believe in manifesting? It was a very interesting. And I think it was um, uh, based on and some experiences she'd had in her life. But it was it was really I I do believe it's it's for me. It has shown up over and over again. It really has. So if you if you don't feel confident about something, you know, shoot one of us a message. We'll give you a little, yeah. a little push. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'd love to know, of course, who's inspiring you, Katie. Yes, of course. And you know, people always say this is such a tough question. And then when you have to go and answer it, it is, yeah. it is way tougher than you think, because I could name a hundred people that inspire me. But right now I would say, entrepreneurial and working moms. I am mm. very, as I am on the verge of becoming a mother myself, yep. I 
am scared and excited and just hope that I can be the inspiration for my own child and continue doing the things that I love to do. And I'm, I'm just super inspired by my clients and working moms everywhere, really. Okay. And who else did I say? Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce. I love documentaries and I love artists, doc, like musical artist documentaries. And if you watch any of hers, um, she has several, mm-hmm. you can just see the drive and heart that she puts into every show, every song, every, everything. Yeah. And it's like very humbling and incredible to see. So if you haven't watched, I would recommend there's one on Netflix. I think it's called homecoming. Mm. That one is like really, really good. And it's all about her, the lead up to her Coachella performance. And like, it's just insane. I love watching things like that, you know, and just finding out. And that's again, of course, something that, that the internet has brought to us is the behind the scenes. Cause you, before that you would just see what they wanted you to see. And of course now it's still scripted, but there's a lot of the process. And I, that just makes me respect that person so much more because, you know, in watching something like um, homecoming, you see what it takes, what it takes for them to, to get to that. The sacrifices, the, the minute details that you don't think of that go into a show. Like it's just incredible. Um, and then I think I said William, which I feel like it's kind of a lame answer, but whatever. Um, (laughs) but he won. Yeah. They, his team won a championship, the league championship last year. And it was so much fun to watch. And it is just really inspiring to, and sometimes frustrating Mm. to be with somebody that is like, again, just so dedicated to what they do, but then to see them come out on top when they like really, really so deserve it. I love that. And it's so not a lame answer because I think, I mean, (laughs) I, this is also a random detail, but I was very, I'm not the sportiest person myself, but I was very involved in sports from you wouldn't say management because it was from a young age, even in high school, I, I always took stats and I always followed and I was, I'm fascinated by what it takes to achieve an end goal. Um, yeah. You know, how, how many strokes, if you're rowing, does it take to get that thousand year? I like, I'm I, like 62, you know, it's like, it's just those kind of things fascinate me. And I, so I love watching a, a team come together and somebody's, you know, a team or not a team achieve push so hard. And it, yeah. cause I don't, I, I have great respect for that. And, and to see it when they, when they get to a point where they're, where they win, which is yeah. the goal, but yeah. not the goal, but the goal, you know, it's so exciting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, he has worked so hard and like the whole team, I mean, it was just really cool. Like it was a group of guys that were so, so, so deserving and worked their butts off literally all year long. And they were drained and tired and mentally, physically, emotionally spent. Yeah. 
but we're not going to give up. And it was just really, really cool to witness. And so I'm always fired by, you know, that level of determination, really. That's so cool. By anyone. I think it'll be really amazing to watch William be a dad too with that kind of yeah. <laughs> with that kind of life he leads and and the the drive and the the experiences mm-hmm. I'm so excited for you guys thank you yeah yeah I'm excited too scared cool. excited <laughs> yeah that's all that's all the appropriate feeling I thought of one more question you said you listen to podcasts all the time I feel like we should have a list somewhere of start a list of people's favorite podcasts to listen to. Yeah. I was actually just thinking about that. I want to start posting every once a week, like what my favorite podcast episodes that I've listened to that week were. Do you have any that you're super enjoying right now? Again, it doesn't have to be your favorite because those change every day. Yeah. Um, well right now, because I am pregnant is the informed pregnancy podcast. Um, (laughs) That's one that I'm enjoying, but Ooh, better the brand designer podcast. That's Mm. one that I've recently gotten really into. And I really like to like switch it up. Um, and then the last one that I'm, that I'm listening to as of lately is back to the beach, Mm. which maybe other millennials listening will know that one, but that is Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Coletti from Laguna beach. And they're like recapping. I I did see that. It's, it's really fun. They like once a week, they basic, they watch old episodes and then they recap them and they give themselves a grade and they tell you all about, you know, what's real, what's fake, what's contrived by MTV and the whole like storyline behind everything. And it's just like very mindless, but fun to listen to. That and it's such a great concept. It's such a good concept. Oh my gosh. I love that. I hope I would imagine that would other people might spin off that. Like, let's look at our show and talk about it and tell them what was yeah. really going on. I love yeah. that. Oh, those are great ones. That's awesome. Well, we'll yeah. have to do that. How can people find you, Katie? So I am occasionally on Instagram. I would love to be better at it, but you know, it is what it is. Um, and there I am at homeaway.studio. And then I'm also trying to like be more on TikTok, mostly because I find it to be enjoyable nice. and fun. And I have not posted anything like really businessy on there quite yet, but maybe I'll get there. Yeah. And I'm just Katie Jane 111. Okay. And then um, I do, I will have a new website and I'm hopefully by the time this episode airs, fingers crossed, homeawaystudio.com. Nice. I love that name. It's so, it's so appropriate for you. Perfect. Yeah. Aw, thanks for showing up every week and for just coming here today. I think this is, yeah. this is going to be a really good one. Katie, before we press play, before we press record, we were cooking up some other pretty cool idea, ideas. ideas for you guys. Yes. So stay tuned yeah. for more of Katie's genius. I'm Amazing. excited. Thank you, Margo. Before you go, I just want to say a quick thanks for tuning in. I hope you found something useful to take away and something to make you think. For those of you listening in on Spotify, and I know there are many, you now have the cool option to show your love for Windowsill Chats quickly and easily. From the show page in the Spotify app, you can simply tap to rate it one to five stars. And of course, I'll really appreciate it too if you leave a review wherever you might be listening. See you next week, lovelies, and I hope it's a creative one.